Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Let me tell you how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Callie and I love using Spotify for Podcasters to make our podcast above deck. We love using the polls and Q&A features, which is a great way to interact with our listeners. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Above Deck, a Below Deck Breakdown Podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, and with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Together, we started the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio, and we have come back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Each week, we recap an episode of Below Deck, share what wisdom we learned from the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. Today, we'll be discussing Below Deck Sailing Yacht Episode 11, Paging Dr. Nipples, and Below Deck Down Under Season 1, Episode 9, Squid Games, and Episode 10, Loads of Croc. Here's your 30-second recap for Sailing Yacht. The deck team greets new deckhand Barnaby with open arms, and the interior operates a person down. Daisy is pushed to her limit with demanding guests and their constant requests, while Ashley steams all of their clothes. Kelsey isn't moving fast enough for Gary, and she drops a pin in the water. Marcos shines in the galley. Gary ponders what the new stew will be like and if he'll fall in love. Kelly, what did you think about this episode? That last sentence of Gary pondering what the new stew will be like and <laughs> is not surprising or, sh- or shocking at all. <laughs> no, and you know Colin cannot wait for the drama that's going to come. <laughs> I love Colin. Like, he grows on me more and more every episode. I love him. He's the best. And it's like, Gabby has just left, and Daisy is, like, looking inward. Like, how could I have made the situation better? I feel like I failed as a chief stew with her. And Ashley is only worried about herself. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. She's worried about being, um, staying in third stew position, not moving up to second. Like, come on, somebody just left with like a mental health crisis and you're just thinking about yourself. New deckhand Barnaby arrives. So that's super exciting. Yes. And Gary calls him a good boy, the kind that you take home to your parents. I'm really excited about him. (laughs) Me too. He's adorable. Yes. Yes, yes. So what were your thoughts about these new guests, Dr. Nichols, her husband and friends? I had a feeling they were going to be obnoxious just because of the initial 
pre-read of what you know for their preference sheets when they were walking to the yacht did you notice that one of the uh, guys in the group was like where's the captain oh he's the little guy <sighs> that was so obnoxious <laughs> it's like and eh, what does that have to do with anything <laughs> yeah I'm like, I guess they had an idea of what the captain would look like and Glenn didn't fit it, I guess. That's just rude. Yeah. And yeah, just the beginning as far as rudeness and all of these complicated drink orders. They want all of their clothes steamed with their gazillion suitcases. And my God, how long were they going to be on the boat? (laughs) I know. And not a please or thank you in sight. I did not hear any of that. Now, what was with the martini with two stalks of bacon and two grilled shrimp you you've seen these bloody marys that have like a sandwich basically on top uh-huh. with all sorts of celery and bacon and olives and pickles and all sorts of and shrimp coming out of them and i think that's what he wanted something real grandiose and and just obnoxious like yeah he was <laughs> um, <laughs> but apparently he didn't like the way that marcos uh, prepared the bacon for said bloody mary yeah, and also bacon do not come from the earth. It's not a stalk of celery. Like, right. I don't know what he's talking about. Right. And then they're <laughs> complaining, oh, the ice melted too quickly. Like, hello. <laughs> One of the primary guests, I think it was Dr. Uh, Nipple's husband, said, don't, don't try and finish that drink. Just get a new one. Keep refreshing him. Yeah, so stupid. And Daisy's like, it's so wasteful. Yeah. And then... I was exhausted just thinking about how late they were eating, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Gosh. You know, I like to be in my pajamas at like seven. So (laughs) I'm already in them. (laughs) My bra's already off, which means I'm not going anywhere else. (laughs) And then Marcos comes out to explain that first dinner and Dr. (laughs) Nichols is um has revealed her nipple. (laughs) But I don't know if she realized it or not. She was pretty toasted by the time she got up to... I'm surprised she made it to the dinner table, to be honest. And Marcos is having trouble concentrating. That was a great scene. They did such great editing on that. (laughs) Yeah. And then they go up top and I think his name is Dino. He said he wants to get jiggy with it. And I was like, okay, 1998. (laughs) But did you notice that at the end of that night, he tossed a couple... Or toss some money at her for, for your troubles. For your troubles. Yeah. So rude. Was the next day, they, since they stayed up so freaking late, they don't get up until like 1 p.m. And they have some brunch. And then they do water sports. Kelsey is moving too slow for Gary. And she says that Kelsey 2.0 is going to be fast and frazzled. <laughs> but you know what I love about her is that she said that with a smile on her face. And I yeah. said, get it, girl. You got this. She's like, you want faster? You got it. <laughs> Love it. And then Chris, the primary's husband, he will not shut up about this drink called a transfusion. Have you ever heard of that? I've not. Now, granted, my mixed drink library and experiences is very limited anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about the combination, but I love grape juice. I love vodka and I love ginger ale separately. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking next time we're together, we're going to do an Instagram live and we're going to whip up a batch of transfusions and we're going to do a taste test and see what we think. Yeah. because So when he first originally ordered the drink, Daisy said, well, grape juice doesn't really exist in Europe. And I'm like, <laughs> He's like, what? They have 
they have wine. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I kind of said the same thing. I'm like, but isn't that where all the grapes come from? <laughs> <laughs> she goes and she makes grape juice from grapes. Uh-huh. Green he grapes. says it's great. Yeah. And then as soon as she like walks away, he's like, I need another two of these. Oh my god. a Bloody Mary. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you so can just see like the steam coming out of her ears like a cartoon character. Yes. And Barnaby says this day that he can tell that he needs to stay on Daisy's good side. He's a smart man. He's smart. He can read the room. I like him. All right. Let's take a quick break. We are supported by SailorMade. SailorMade makes handcrafted nautical accessories that will remind you of your best summer memories. Kelly, I love their bracelets that feature Brummel clips. We used to use these on the research vessel I worked on, and it turns out that they make really stylish nautical jewelry. I love that you can stack multiple bracelets together, and they even have stack collections that show you which ones look good together. And I love their UVA awareness bracelets that go from clear to color to help you remember to reapply your SPF. For 15% off of your order, go to SailorMadeUSA.com and use code ABOVEDECK. That's all one word. And you'll go to SailorMadeUSA.com. That's S-A-I-L-O-R-M-A-D-E-U-S-A.com. And your discount code is ABOVEDECK. And that's all one word. We're back. Here's your 30-second recap for Episode 9 of Down Under. Ryan nearly gets into a fight on the crew night out while defending the girls. And Magda's phone usage and napping is out of control. A bachelor party joins the boat, which makes Bertini happy. And Benny has to stay up late while they fish. Captain Dreamboat and Brian have major conflict, and Captain searches for a new chef. Everyone thinks Culver and Bertini look good together. Sarah, what are your thoughts? Thinking about episode nine, Benny and Ryan have that bonding moment on the boat. Yeah. And I thought that was cute, because even though we talk bad about Ryan all the time, like, I want him to have a friend. (laughs) I do, too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I am all for this bromance because I feel like Ryan and Benny need each other. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. So they have a crew night out. Everyone's talking about how cute Bertini and Culver look together. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. They're no. both beautiful people and beautiful fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm for it. Yeah. And then at the club, this stranger keeps yelling crude things at the girls and Ryan's like, hey, be quiet. And then when he keeps saying stuff ryan kind of goes after him and he ends up throwing a bottle like a beer bottle at him and he gets escorted out and jamie says dude in this country like you'll get charged for doing stuff like that i liked it on premise i like that ryan's like sticking up for the girls oh yeah but they were like dude you're gonna make it worse you gotta just ignore people like that yeah so back on the boat, Jason, Captain Dreamboat, has a conversation with Xavier, who's the chief's officer. I don't think we've seen him before. No, I was surprised. Yeah. So um, he said that Magda uses 10 times the amount of data on her phone than any of the other crew members. 
ridiculous. That was, I mean, I guess it's not that shocking because we see no. her on her phone a lot, but usually there are rules about this. When I've been on boats, some boats, there's, you can't use your cell phone at all. You're so far offshore that there's um, no internet, no cell signal. Right. One boat I was on, you were allowed to check your email occasionally, but they said do not like send any attachments or download any attachments anyone sends to you because like one attachment could be like $200. Oh my god! So I can only imagine what the cost of Magda's phone use is. <laughs> well, I mean, I know they have Wi-Fi on the boat. I want the guests to be able to do what they need to do, but I mean, she is constantly on her phone, and she is not a quiet talker. No, she's not. Ooh, yeah, very... they have to have good Wi-Fi for the guests because they have to run companies like Prestige Worldwide. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to be on call. So the next day, we have new guests coming on board. It's a buck party, which is a bachelor party in Australia. And one of the guests, the primary, Johnny, he used to work for Captain Dreamboat. And he now owns a floating party pontoon. Have you ever been on one of those? No, but they (laughs) sound fun. Yeah, they look totally fun. I need to find one. You need to take me out into the world and expose me to things again. (laughs) Okay, we got to find us a party pontoon. Right. (laughs) All right, I'll put that on my list. And drink transfusions the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> God, we'll we'll probably drown. <laughs> so the crew is hard at work cleaning, and then Magda disappears, and she takes like a four-hour nap because you know she's on the phone till four a.m. with her boyfriend. She doesn't finish her work, and Aisha gets really mad, and she says, "You need to get up early the next day and finish this." And then she punishes Magda by keeping her on service for yet another (laughs) charter so she can keep an eye on her. What did you think about that? And I like the way that you worded that, that she punishes Magda. But what what really happens is Aisha gets punished because she has to put up with Magda. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when you take your TV away from your kids, you end up being punished because now you have to entertain said children. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So what was Magda supposed to do with that cashmere sweater? That she was just supposed to hang it up. Just hang just, it. Because yeah. um, Cause it gets got, wet or yeah. Right. Yeah, like a coffee or espresso martini or something got spilled on it. And so he just asked for his jumper uh-huh. to be hung up while it dries out. Yeah. And Magda tosses it into the washing the wa- machine. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> You don't do that with cashmere, my friend. No. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Overall, I am loving this group of bucks. Yes. <laughs> like, so much eye candy. The one looks like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. They could be brothers. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And Brutini is loving all of the guys. Oh, yeah. And Jamie is not having it at all. Brutini is just talking to these guys. Mm-hmm. And, and and just answering their questions and maybe asking them a few, but why wouldn't you? You're going to be spending some very close time with them. I don't know. I'm on Bertini's side on this. Yeah, definitely. She's been very vocal on social media that there's a definite double standard. For sure. So Captain Dreamboat joins the guests for dinner and dinner service does not go well. Ryan wants it to be served family style. He has, what do you call it? Antipasta? Yeah, antipasta. Okay. Maybe you should talk about this because you're Italian. (laughs) But so he's saying it should be on the table and everyone just like takes what they what they want, right? Right. But Aisha goes around and insists on like serving each person. It's very slow. It's awkward. 
Who well, is right in this situation? Here's the thing. Was it ever communicated to Aisha that it is to be served family style? And that means set it on the table and let them do it themselves. I mean, right. you, you can't assume anything. I think if Ryan would have just said, hey, hold on a second. Yeah. This is just, just, just set it on the table. It's totally fine. Like I want them to just talk and eat and just communicate with each other. I think right. he could have been complete. He could have handled it completely different. I will say he put way too much salt in the water <laughs> yeah. for the pasta. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're complaining about how salty the pasta is, which last time it wasn't salty enough. Now it's too salty. Right. And they have a, they have footage of him going by with the jar of salt you know putting it in and then he walks away and he comes back he's like and a little bit more and i'm like Ugh. oh i felt yeah my, i felt you can, everything swelling yeah you can always add more salt but you cannot take it away so exactly Ugh. exactly yeah but jason he, you can tell he's ready for a new chef at this point oh yeah and then the guests stay up fishing until 1 a.m in their bathrobes loved that and they catch two squid and they're very proud of these squid and then benny doesn't finish his chores it seems like he could have at least taken the trash out right i agree and and so i i have a question about this whole nighttime stuff so yeah these guys are on the back of the boat and we're all about safety on this boat right sarah yeah he's got to be back there um they did not have on jackets like water jackets vests in case yeah. anything, in case they got like the catch of a lifetime and got pulled in the water. Right. And right. And nobody was down there supervising them. So, and they were drinking. So it's just seemed very unsafe to me. It also seems very unsafe to me that they like on all of these shows that they're the night crew is up and out on the deck and <laughs> they're doing things. What happens if pirates come up? And get that. <laughs> or the see. anchor drags. We've already seen that happen. Right. You can't see anything. So, yeah, it know. does always... seem hard that, like, you can't watch the anchor, supervise the guests, and do your list of chores. Right. I don't right. know how you're supposed to get all of that done. The next day, the guests go spearfishing and they spear one fish, kind of a medium sized fish. I don't know yeah. what it was. And then. <laughs> I loved all of the conversations with the yacht provisioner about the blow up doll. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they must just get the weirdest requests. Oh, I'm sure. All the time. I'm sure. And then Jason pulls Ryan aside and he tries to give him some constructive criticism about the dinner the night before. And Ryan is talking back to him and they really get into it. And Ryan is so disrespectful. That was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. And I thought that, Captain Dreamboat really approached him in a calm, open manner to have a good conversation. And Ryan just shut it down and turned in, showed us who he really is. Agreed. We are supported by Waterlust. Waterlust is an apparel company that visually represents various marine and freshwater science conservation efforts. With unique prints inspired by marine species, 10% of their profits go towards marine science research and education. Made with the environment in mind from soft, quick-dry fabric, their clothes are chlorine, saltwater, and sunscreen resistant with UPF 50-plus sun protection. From whale sharks to sea turtles, you will love their fun patterns on leggings, board shorts, and more. 
They also have inclusive sizing so everyone can look cute in the water or at the beach. Kelly, I'm personally going to get the whale shark warrior sunsuit, and I plan to wear it under my wetsuit when I go diving next time. Go to waterlust.com slash above deck. That's waterlust, W-A-T-E-R-L-U-S-T dot com slash above deck. Here's your 30-second recap for episode 10 of Down Under. The guests finally get to eat the squid they caught and we say goodbye to the buck party. The conflict between Captain Dreamboat and Ryan intensifies, but Ryan apologizes because he knows Aisha would love to see him get fired. The crew gets a day off and a croc safari. Magda and Ryan commiserate about their conflict with Aisha, and Toomey tells the Chief Stew what was said. Aisha is hurt, and Ryan confronts Toomey in the hot tub. Kelly, what are your thoughts? I felt like I was back in high school for a little bit during this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's talking that. about everybody, and you're trying to be nice to the, to the nice girl to let her know, like, these guys are talking about you. It was just hot mess express all over the place i agree i do like that ryan is finally forced to make that darn squid right that calamari yes jason's like goes down there like dude you need to make this and they're still getting into it and um james the buck the groom to be (laughs) he goes and lays down in the middle of dinner and we see these wearing these fantastic shiny mermaid pants I would like to know where he got them. Me too. Um, they were. And they, I'm sure it'll be Amazon, but they were pretty fantastic. Yeah. They weren't brought up at all previously, were they? Like, I don't think there was even a shot of them. And then he lays down and you're like, ah, there they are. Well, because he wasn't, was he wearing them when um, the entertainment officer came out for his little show? Oh, <laughs> he must have been. But, you know, we had other things we were looking at. Right? <laughs> Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Oh, I guess we didn't even talk about that. I, what can you really say? I mean, it, um, it, it was all for itself. It was. That just was watch fantastic. it. Just watch it and make your own comments. Yes. It was, it was, um, it's seared into my brain. <laughs> the, the movements, the. The outfit. The gestures, <laughs> the stripping, the blow Stacey and Tracy. Stacey and Tracy. <laughs> Yeah. Whew. Okay. So the next day, Bertini asked to get a break from the anchor chain duty, and Jamie's like, "No, just do it." Like she's been doing it like every time. I don't know what that was about. So the guests depart, and Captain Dreamboat makes a call to get a new chef. He's serious about this now, and I'm excited. Yeah, excited. me too. Bye, Ryan. <laughs> so, <laughs> darn COVID is going to prevent us from getting someone in there fast, but you know, right. we'll see. Jamie gets the disco helmet during the tip meeting because his team needs to do better. And he is not happy about this. He's not, but he wears it with pride. He does. (laughs) And then Captain Dreamboat has a sit down with Ryan and Aisha to kind of go over the lines of communication and like what the heck is happening. And he says he is more than prepared to make changes. And the worst part is Ryan's attitude, bad attitude. So, I mean, he's not saying anything that isn't fact. No, all facts. And then next, Jason has a sit down with Aisha and Magda about Magda's phone usage. 
And I don't have any faith that she's going to cut back at all. <laughs> Do you? I, I mean, unless they take it and lock it up somewhere. Right. I've never seen someone on their phone so much at work. So the next day, the girls are in the van and they're going for this uh, crocodile safari and they play a game of Mary Shag Kill. <laughs> and no surprise, they all want to shag Captain Dreamboat. <laughs> they said some pretty, uh, <laughs> some pretty fun little comments about that too. I was like, girls, I agree with you. <laughs> yes, love that. Back on the boat, Jason finds all this rotting garbage down below and he's like, why did I just give these people a day off? They go to lunch and there are these chickens begging for food. (laughs) These wild beach chickens like jumping up (laughs) on the table. I thought that was so funny. Uh, And they were just bouncing everywhere. (laughs) Amy teaches Culver a dance out on the beach called the bachata. Have you ever heard of this dance? No, unless they've done it on Dancing with the Stars. I've not heard of it. I was like, I know the pachanga from Dirty Dancing. (laughs) Maybe it's kind of like that. Maybe it's a Southern Hemisphere thing. (laughs) Maybe. And then Culver and Bertini dance together. And then Benny says something in his uh, interview that's like, he's here for this. And he's like, what do you need from me? (laughs) I love (laughs) to make this happen. (laughs) Really good. Uh, Yes. Now we get into the complaining. Magda and Ryan are continuing to complain about Asia. Toomey pulls Aisha aside and then tells her what was being said. But do- and then some people are calling Toomey a snitch, you know, like Ryan. But Whatever. I call her a truth teller. I and agree. She understands all the dynamics of the boat. And she maybe needs to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist. She just, <laughs> she understands these like deep interwoven like connections between people and why they do what they do. And She's just very intuitive. Yeah, I appreciate that. Me too. So back on the boat, Asian's feelings are really hurt. And because she prides herself on her work ethic. And Bertini goes into her room. She's trying to comfort her. She's upset. And then Ryan overhears their conversation. So now he knows what Toomey said. And he is pissed. And so she's, Toomey's in the hot tub. And he goes to like confront her about sharing the Denver conversation. And I think that's kind of where we end the episode. And I thought that was super lame of him. Uh, yeah. It was obvious that everybody had way too much to drink that night. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. But Brian shouldn't have been so surprised that Aisha was going to find out. You- well, let's take a quick break and then. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. BetterHelp has over 20,000 therapists with a broad range of expertise. Just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and you'll be matched to a therapist in under 48 hours. From there, you schedule your video and phone sessions and you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. There's a special offer for Above Deck listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash above deck. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash above deck. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. 
It's time for Hot Tub Convo, where we discuss what's happening on social media with our favorite Below Deck cast members. So there's not a lot of news this week. I saw on Gary's Instagram stories today that Parseval is out of the water. It's in the boatyard, and he kind of gave a little tour of what everything looks like underneath. Oh, and he, cool. he shows the damage where they ran Ooh. around. I was like, ooh, Tom, yikes. Was it really bad? I, haven't I seen mean, it there's like dents and stuff in the oh, rudder no. or the keel or whatever that is. It didn't yeah. look great. And then they have to paint it with, like, the anti-fouling paint that keeps organisms from growing on it. So, <laughs> my Barnacles. Yeah. Barnacles, algae, whatever. Um, so, it was cool to see the bottom, though. Like, yeah. Anyway, it was neat. So, but sorry, listeners. By the time you hear this, this will have been last week. So, sorry. <laughs> it was neat. Hopefully, you saw it. Um, so... <laughs> We asked our listeners on Instagram what they thought of Barnaby, which I just love his name. I could say it a hundred times. I know. He's just so dashing and sweet. Yeah, he's very lovable. So I only follow Bravo Stars, which great Instagram handle, by the way. They wrote, (laughs) I always love when people come on that are actually skilled at their jobs. Some of his stories are crazy. Love it. Oh, that's so that's so true. I loved how he got on there and he was just doing what he needed to do. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, Gary and Glenn were commenting on that. <laughs> Michelle Jones wrote, he's a great fit. Knows his stuff. Seems to have good work ethic. Let's see how he is when he's drinking. LOL. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> good point. You never know until they go out for their first night out. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Barnaby, don't let us down. <laughs> And then I wanted to read a five-star review that we had on Apple Podcasts. And Maggie May said, really enjoy the recaps. Only feedback is I just wish they released their episodes sooner after the Below Deck episodes air. We We do do too. Yeah, we do too. (laughs) But um, we both have other jobs. And so this is, you know, a side hustle. And we... We watch everything over the weekend and Monday, and then we record on Wednesdays, and then, you know, we try to get the episode out by Sunday, you know, get you started into a good week, like the next week, so. Oh, so this is an anonymous, I know who it is, and I'll tell you later, Kelly, but I can't reveal who said this. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see, I think I screenshot it somewhere. Does it have to do with puking? No, I promise. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. So we had a screenshot of like the snacks that were on the counter. Yes. Parseval, which I just, I noticed them because I don't think we've ever seen snacks out before. Not like that. It was like movie theater snacks. No. So I was like, ooh, what's in there? Like Snickers. We got some gummy things. And then somebody said... I know that Ashley put that out. It looks tacky. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's why we've never seen it because somebody is gone and now somebody else is maybe in charge of that. Interesting. Yeah. I I won't say who said it, but I thought it was funny. I don't know that it looked tacky. I was kind of excited that like I would want some snacks like that. Heck yeah. I don't want to have to ask them for stuff all the time when I'm hungry. Kelly, you can edit this out if this is crazy, (laughs) but I just had this thought. Okay, so originally, last week on Bravo's website, it said that there was an episode airing, 
you know, and we know we did not have a sailing episode last week. Right. Um, right. So originally it was like, yeah, it's airing on 5-2 and then, but there was no episode title and there was no description, which is kind of weird. And then last week, everyone was surprised there was no episode. Then um, Bravo and people in general just said, oh, it was a planned week off because it was Summer House finale or Summer House reunion or something. Mm-hmm. And then, so now the episode is up on the website, but the description, there's something off about it. It describes a moment where Gary jumps overboard or something and saves two boats from colliding. And I was like, I was like, "Uh, excuse me, did I miss that? Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And so what I'm thinking is that they took a week off to do a re-edit based on what happened with Gary and Ashley and like all the Uh, feedback they got about that. So I think they did like a re-edit because I, maybe some stuff kind of looked really bad (laughs) after what happened or kind of, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of looked bad. This is kind of a conspiracy theory, but I mean, I like it. It makes sense (laughs) to me. Um, I'm all for a good conspiracy theory. So yeah, Um, but no, I mean, that makes sense. And to be honest, I'm surprised it wasn't talked about more in the social media world. Yeah. People just kind of were like, okay, Summer House was on. Right. Mm-hmm. In the Met was that night, the Met Gala, Gala, Gala. Met, Met Gala? Met Gala. Gala. The big thing at, in New York City. <laughs> yeah, <Met>. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it could have been, I don't know. It's interesting though. I'm just throwing it out there into the universe. <laughs> I want to hear what people have to th- think about that. Yeah, for sure. Drop us a line. It's time for our segment, Join Me in the Wheelhouse, where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to. Sarah, who would you vote for? I would vote for Ryan this week. He was so disrespectful to our dear Captain Dreamboat. And to our guests again. I mean, come on, man. They're spending a lot of money. Yeah, make the darn squid. (laughs) Don't make me ask you twice. (laughs) Don't make me turn this boat around. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gosh. Also, you know, these charter guests on sailing yacht, they were just so obnoxious. Yeah. Too much. We might need to give it to them next week, too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because it's a continuation. Oh, mm-hmm. oh dear. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and please tell a friend. And rate and review us five stars only. Please follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. You can email or leave us a voice memo at Above Deck Pod at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. Thanks for joining us. Sarah, did you want to do um, video recording? Oh, can I do Ooh, that? Oh, yes. I am my, not uh... a Zoom person. Do I just hit record? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm self-employed. I don't work for anyone. Okay. <laughs> Started <All right>. alive. <laughs>